What's up, y'all? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Single Podcast, coming to you with this brand new episode. Hope you all had a wonderful week, and I pray that your Friday is going well thus far. And I'm just excited for this episode, y'all. I really believe that the Holy Spirit will allow this episode to minister to you and to also encourage you um, in the current season that you're in. And very quickly, I just want to share again that my new book, Whole and Single, The Key to Healthy Relationships, which is a 90-day devotional, is now available for pre-order on amazon i'll go ahead and leave a you know a link below this description right the episode description so that way you guys can go ahead and check it out my prayer is that this book whether you are a single or in a relationship you would be reminded that god's love surpassed them all and that you know that you know really god is the ultimate goal y'all you know god is the one who is able to fill any void that we have and definitely everything that comes afterwards is a surplus it is a bonus and i just want you to know that you know we always have to make sure we keep god as first priority in our lives see him as the ultimate source and when we see god as the ultimate source as the bible says in matthew 6 verse 33 that whatever we whatever we need right whatever thing that we desire god knows to grant it to us because he sees him Himself, that our heart is for him our heart is as well um, for the kingdom his kingdom to build it up and to also love those that he has placed in our midst and so if you are single this book will allow you to just begin to uh, grow more in love with Jesus and it will also help you to um, have a greater capacity to love other people in every you know in every um, aspect right meaning it doesn't have to be a romantic um, connection but this devotional will help you to you know love your family members better love your friends better just love your neighbor your earthly neighbor you know even someone perhaps you did not know um, before but you can just go ahead and be a display of God's love um, to other people around you and to be able to minister to them in that way and to witness to them in that way who Jesus is to you all right and so without further ado I just want to go ahead quickly to this episode um, and if you have not yet listen to the previous episode i strongly recommend you to listen to it though you know these coming episodes are not a series they're not a part of a series but as you can see um last week's episode and this week's episode they actually are connected in a way because we're going to still focus on talking about how we can position ourselves to be blessed as children of god right to be blessed as christians the right way because i want to um make this very uh specific right i just want to make this very clear that you know especially in the realm that we're in social media is very popular and again at times we may think as if you know when people are posting certain things that means that they're blessed that means that everything is perfect in their lives but you know often that is not necessarily the case you know just because you see someone seems blessed that doesn't mean they really are blessed especially when it comes to where that blessing that they have came from you know what what is the source that allow them to have what they have and though we shouldn't you know to be too occupied to focus on how people have attained certain things but i just wanted to go ahead and throw that out there so that way you can understand that a blessing is only a blessing honestly when it has come when it came from god you know a blessing is a blessing when it came from god whatever that did not come from god though it appears as as if it is a blessing that doesn't necessarily mean it's a blessing you know i i pray that you guys are able to understand that and as we go ahead and just dive in into this episode you will also pay attention and notice that you know even in the word of god we see here that there is a type of uh principle at work in order for you to remain in a realm 
of blessings. And these blessings is not for us, again, to boast in ourselves, but it's for us to glorify God. And it's, and it's like an opportunity for us to be able to witness to others. Because honestly, y'all, when other people who are non-believers see us and they see as if our life is miserable, they're going to say to themselves, why should I want to be a Christian if right now without my life without Jesus seems to be going in the right direction, right? My life without Jesus seems to be blessed. But you, on the other hand, you're a Christian, but it seems like every single day you are in misery. Every single day you are depressed. Every single day it seems like you're living paycheck to paycheck. And so we have to understand, yes, although the gospel is not completely centered on prosperity, but prosperity, in fact, is an inheritance that God has preserved, right? And reserved for the people of God. And so let's go ahead and just get straight into it, y'all. If you have your Bible, I just want you to go ahead and open it to Matthew 5, verse 8. Matthew 5, verse 8. All right. And as you're just getting ready, right, your Bible to Matthew 5, verse 8, I just wanted to go ahead and share this with you all. You know, many times we hear tips and advices of how we can thrive, live on purpose, or attract blessings, right? And I know even I myself, you know, on this podcast, you know, I've produced a couple of episodes, you know, just showing you guys, you know, um, sharing and showing biblical truth to you all, how you can actually practice these things these biblical truths in order for you to be able to attract blessings, right? But for tonight's episode, I want to shine light on a biblical principle that is not widely shared as much on how to live a blessed life. Now, some of us, we are praying for blessings, but how many of us are actually praying to have a blessed life? Meaning to have a life where every season you are being blessed. Every season, you know, you, you, you're you not begging for, for bread, right? The bread, the manna, right, is continuously, you know, at your house, you know. Um, your fridge, right, is continuously filled with food. And so we're going to be talking about this tonight very quickly. And so... On tonight's episode, y'all, like I said previously, I want to just share a biblical principle that, from my opinion, I don't really see that many Christian teachers, pastors are discussing um, on, on you know social media or on any platforms that we are familiar with. I've heard teachings on prosperity. I've heard teachings on faith, right? But I have never really heard someone actually talk about how having a pure heart Okay, on how having a pure heart will give you a blessed life. I'm gonna repeat this again. On having a pure heart will give you a blessed life. And so if you have your Bible open to Matthew 5, verse 8, go ahead and just highlight it where you are. And I'm just gonna go ahead and read it where I am. And so it says, y'all, it says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. I'm gonna say this again. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Wow. You know, like when I was younger, I used to hear stories of people saying, you know, if you see God, even if you see God in your in your dreams, you'll end up dying because, you know, God is so glorious. You know, you, you will not be able to survive in his presence. But here in Matthew 5 verse 8, it says, blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God, the pure in heart for they will see God. And this is so important, y'all. This is so important. You know, what's so interesting is that, you know, the Bible, when it comes to wisdom, it says that, okay, if we ask for wisdom, that God, he is not going to uh, judge us in regards to who we are. When we come to him to ask for wisdom, he's just going to freely give it to us. But what is so important here is that 
You know, although God will grant wisdom to whomever asks him for wisdom, it's seen as if when it comes to his own essence, like when it comes to his own presence, right? He says here, right? The spirit of God says here in Matthew 5 verse 8, blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. And so wisdom, wisdom is pretty much free to anyone who asks God for wisdom. But it's something about God's presence and this is something about uh, uh, God's anointing and it's something about God's blessings which seems here to be preserved and reserved for those who have a pure heart before the Lord and you know this is something that is not really talked about because many times you know what is being taught or what is being um, preached is that you know like you know God loves all of us the same Um, we are all equal in the eyes of God because you know the Bible yes of course there's certain passages where it says that God does not have any favoritism but then we see even in scripture like this one that God is saying blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God you know blessed are those those you know pure in heart for they will see God that has to get you to think that holiness and purity, you know, is very important to the Lord. And it's something that is not being preached, but I wish it was preached more. So that way we could know how valuable it is for us to live a lifestyle of purity, for us to live a lifestyle of, of, of holiness. Because there are certain things, y'all, we could pray for it. 24 7 we can fast for it 24 7 but if we are not positioning our hearts to be pure our mind to be pure there are certain blessings that god is not going to bestow upon us there are certain levels in god that he's not going to permit us to climb up to reach especially if our heart is not pure if our heart is not pure and some of you guys are probably saying, well, JLP, okay, you know, I, I hear you now. I hear you now. Okay, maybe, yeah, that's true. I don't really hear this being preached a lot. So, okay, how am I able now to have a pure heart or to make sure that I have a pure heart? Well, I want you guys to go ahead and quickly to turn your Bible pages to Psalm 51 verse 10. And again, very quickly, I'm just reading the New International Version. So, yeah, go ahead and turn your Bible pages to Psalm 51, verse 10. I'm just going to that section of myself and my U version. Again, this episode is not sponsored by U version, but like I say always, go ahead and download the U version app. You will not regret doing so. All right, so Psalm 51, verse 10 says, y'all, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And this is David speaking in this psalm. He says again, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. The number one way for you to obtain a pure heart is by having yourself, you know, to make that bold prayer like David David did. Like David was not ashamed to actually ask the Lord, the, the father, right, the creator of his soul to make in him a pure heart. And that is where we start. This is phase one of actually obtaining a pure heart It's asking God himself to make your heart pure. And not only just that, but. To also confess, you know, like empty yourself of every sin that you have committed, like before the Lord in prayer, you know, like in scripture, we see this as a type of routine that the Jewish people always practice. And this is something that we ourselves should do. Like before we even go ahead and make certain prayers, we have to come before the father 
confessing our sins towards him and, and, and letting God know that we are not pleased um, um, with ourselves when we sin against him. As a matter of fact, we feel very much um, very, I want to say guilty. We should feel guilty, but that's not the term that I'm looking for. But we should feel as if we are convicted to the to the point where we are sorry to the Lord. Like we want to say, God, I'm sorry because I sinned against you. Because I know like the word of God says, the more that I sin against you is as if I'm crucifying Christ all over again. And when we see certain depictions of, of Jesus being uh, beaten, especially when you watch series such as The Chosen, right? You're saying to yourself, well, I, I, I don't want my Lord and Savior to go through that again. And so we should live a life where we have reverence towards God and we want our lives to please God, not to hurt the heart of God. You know, yes, God is not a man, right? But we have to remind ourselves that, yes, God is not a man, but yet he has emotions. God, you know, there's certain things that we do that breaks the heart of God, that cause God to be angry, you know. And it's important for us to understand, yes, God can be angry because there are certain ways that we live, right? There are certain actions that we do that actually makes God angry. And that is okay for us to admit that. But a lot of times it's like as if we think God is, you know, Santa Claus and he just, you know, just laughing 24-7 no matter the way that we live our lives, right? No matter what is going on in the world. And that is a complete lie. That is a complete lie. And so we have to make sure that we get into the habit every single day, y'all. Not just once, a, not just once a week, not just once a year, but every single day when you approach the throne room of God for you to really cleanse yourself of your sins and asking God himself to forgive you of your iniquities, forgive you of your sins and even asking the Lord to forgive the sins of your ancestors and your family members. Yes, you may not know what sins they committed, but just go ahead and ask the Lord to forgive them of their sins as well. You know, amen. And so, again, like this title, right, of this episode, a pure heart will give you a blessed life. A pure heart will give you a blessed life. Pure heart, blessed life. And so many of us, sometimes we are trying to say, you know, how come I'm not able to break the cycle that I'm in? How come it seems like other people are being blessed and I'm just still in the same cycle? It, it's, it feels as if no matter how many times I pray, no matter how many times I fast, no matter, no matter how many people that I've helped, right, that I've ministered to, but I can't break out of this generational curse. Well, you have to, you know, be honest with yourself and say, you know, am I living a holy life, a pure life before the Lord. What is it am I looking at? What is it am I listening to? How is it am I dressing? Now, this is a topic that we don't like to discuss as well because a lot of people, they'll be like, oh, you know, God knows my heart, really. But the Bible, the word of God says that whatever comes out of the mouth of a man is what's fine, is found in his, in his heart or her heart. And so, you know, what, whatever you, you, you put on your body, right? It's like literally the word of God is saying that is what's in your heart. And so if you're dressing, you know, in a promiscuous manner, then the word of God is saying, well, maybe you have lust in your heart. Maybe your heart is not pure, you know, and that is the truth of God's word. And I feel that we all should challenge ourselves in this season to really to pursue a life of purity, pursue a life of holiness and to really make sure that our, our words are pure, right? Our mindsets are pure, right? And our lifestyle is pure not too long ago you know we released an episode and i was really putting great emphasis on how the early church right on how scripture never made a separation between faith and lifestyle 
I'm not sure when that when that came about, like having a life without, you know, like having a life without faith. I could almost say this because honestly, it's really impossible. It was really impossible for the early Christians to uh, live their life apart from their faith. You know, the early church, y'all, they never like had a day where they were not talking about their faith when they were not actively walking out the teachings of Jesus Christ. But it's like in the modern time, right, that we're living it is as if we only care to talk about our faith when we go to church on Sundays or when we're doing ministry. But that should not be the case, y'all. God wants us to have a lifestyle of faith. He wants our very life, every aspect of our lives to be glorifying him. Which means that every aspect of your life, God wants also to be pure and holy. Now, I just want you guys to quickly go ahead and open your Bible pages to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 6. And I love this so much, y'all. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 6. And this is what it says, y'all. Get this. It says, for in scripture, it says, see, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone. And the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. And very, very quick, the backstory of this passage. And I strongly recommend you to read, read the entire passage. 1 Peter chapter 2, read the entire passage. Um, during your devotional time now so the backstory of this whole passage is peter really actually talking to um the people of god and reminding them like you know hey you know you belong to jesus you know you shouldn't be doing the things that you see people in the world are doing uh you shouldn't see yourself as a holy priesthood someone that is belonging to the lord jesus christ you know the manner in which you live should not in any way reflect the world all right, because the the mindset and the way that the world is living leads to destruction. But because you you know you are in Christ, right? Because of the finished work of God, your life should take another direction, and that direction be, should be a life living in purity and holiness. And you will also realize during your devotional time if you go ahead and also read Second Peter chapter two, it continues with that same uh, that same direction where we're seeing how much God want us to dispose of our past life he wants us to dispose our past mindsets and how we used to live right when we were in the world just because you see like people in the world are doing certain things that doesn't mean you as a believer to be able to practice the very things that they're doing god wants you to be separate he says in his word that we are in the world but not of it and i said it again in the recent episode and that's so important for us during this critical time in history to make sure to know that we are kingdom citizens we are citizens of heaven we are not citizens of this world amen and so our leader our king is jesus christ of nazareth the king of kings and lord of lords and so we have to make sure that we are living according to the teachings of jesus christ and in first peter chapter 2 verse 6 it says those who trust in him right meaning god those who trust in him they will not be put to shame and trusting in god y'all is not just us positioning ourselves knowing that the lord is faithful to do what it is that he promised. But when we say we trust God, y'all, you know what we're saying to the Lord? We're saying, God, we trust you. Because we trust you, we're going to live for you. We're going to choose to die to our flesh and live for you. Someone who trusts God is not someone who does not have a pure heart. And as a matter of fact, the only reason you're able to trust God is by making sure that your heart is pure. Because a pure heart Versus a, a heart that is not pure is not a heart that's going to be able to even survive trusting God in many seasons. 
because often what you see is that someone may have attempted to trust God, but because they have seen that the waiting process in regards to the blessing that the Lord, uh, you know, had for them or in regards to the blessing that they're believing God to, you know, bless them with has been longer than expected. Guess what? What happens? That person ends up, what happens? They fall into sin again. They fall into temptation again, and they end up taking matters into their own hands. And so really when you trust God, you are already saying to the Lord, you know, my heart is, you know, my heart is pure before you, God. And I trust you. And I want to do the very thing that pleases you, Lord. I know that Lord God, holiness pleases you. I want to live a life of holiness. I know that purity pleases you. I want to live a life of purity. And you're not just doing this, right? Y'all, we're not just making sure our heart is pure just for us to be blessed, but we're doing it because we know it pleases God. It pleases God. Hmm. I want y'all to quickly go ahead and open your Bibles now to Luke 1. Luke chapter 1, verse 48. And I love this as well, man. And this is Mary speaking, y'all. And this is what she responded um, after she heard that she was going to be pregnant, right? With Jesus. She says here, she says, she says this of God. She says, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. She's talking about herself. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. I want you all to pay attention to the first part of that, of, of that verse. She said, he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. What is a humble state of a servant? A humble state of a servant is someone with a heart that is pure. A humble state of a servant is someone who wants to do what's right. Who wants to do what's just. Who wants to do uh, uh, what's, what's holy. A humble state of a servant of God, you're not going to see is someone who is selfish, prideful, someone who's living in lust, someone who is desiring every desire of the flesh, someone who is humble, right? In the, in the state of their heart or someone who is a humble servant, you're going to notice is someone who only wants to please the Lord and do what pleases the Lord. And so as we were talking about this entire episode, right? pure heart blessed life and we're asking ourselves all right how can we attain a blessed life how can we live a life where we're, we're not just experiencing wins in one season but we're able to experience continuous wins my friend here's the answer pure heart blessed life you have to start making purity become your lifestyle you have to start making holiness become your lifestyle and you have to pursue a pure heart more than riches and gold you have to pursue a pure heart more than fame and popularity. You have to pursue a pure heart more than platforms. You have to pursue a pure heart because, again, the Bible lets us know whatever is in our heart, that's who we are, you know. And so we want our hearts to be pure before God because we don't we don't have time to play games, y'all, because we truly want to build up the kingdom of God and we truly want to see his glory manifest on the earth. And so that is all I wanted to go ahead and share with you all tonight. I pray that you were blessed by this episode. And again, I encourage you during your devotional time to read 1 Peter chapter 2 in its entirety and as well as 2 Peter chapter 2 in its entirety. And if you love this episode, if it greatly blessed you, go ahead and leave us a review or feedback on Apple podcast and make sure you subscribe to this episode um excuse me this podcast and um make sure you share this episode rather with those you know who would would bless all right so this was your sister in christ jlp and again i just want to quickly remind you you can go ahead and pre-order my new book holding single the key to healthy relationships on amazon i'm truly 
praying that this devotional, y'all, it will really bless you to master your trust in God and to really understand how truly blessed you are in the current season that you're in. This was JLP. Until next time, y'all, peace out, take care, and remember, all things are possible with Christ Jesus.